0: If you you wanna understand your prospects, customers, and team members, you won't find out by talking at them. Taking the time to listen to their needs, wants, and challenges can make all the difference when you are ready to market your product, service, or the renegade way. On this, I'm reading the wrong one. How funny is that? Anyhow, I'm gonna try to take two. Bob is gonna love the fact that I messed this up when he comes back in here. So uh, so here we go, let's try it again. Start of today's antidote, click, take two. How much have you learned about your prospects, clients or teams telling them things? Yet as leaders, small business owners and entrepreneurs, we can find ourselves continuously talking. Want to learn more about people? Start asking more questions. We'll discuss that and more on this edition of Today's Antidote. Stay tuned for Today's Antidote, brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's Antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day, since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing, to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we
1: bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. My favorite episode ever. absolutely love it. <laughs> I will play that all day long.
0: I love how you you revel in my challenges sometimes. <laughs> it's an interesting perspective that I I need to consider more what that truly means.
1: But I will say this in all honesty, I love that you recovered. You just kept going. You didn't let you didn't stop and go, "Oh my god, what have I done? This is horrible. The world's coming to an end." You picked it up and you just rolled with it. And I I I aspire to be more like that.
0: Sometimes you just let it go and keep moving. I've Take the next step, right? I've what else could I do? I guess I could have like ended the broadcast and we could have yeah. tried to start all over again, and then gone in and deleted it and all that other nonsense that would have just yeah. taken a lot of time, effort, and energy that I I wasn't feeling this morning. And
1: so. I think people actually like when you have bloopers in your videos. I, I think it shows like humility and vulnerability and honesty
0: kind of what's real right
1: yeah yeah exactly exactly it's it's hard work i i i don't think people realize how hard it is to do what we do you know it it, it's it's an art form it truly i'm not i'm not minimizing it i'm i'm being really serious doing this well takes effort this is hard is that what you're saying were you here three minutes and 15 seconds ago
0: (laughs) Yeah. Was that hard? I don't know. I didn't find that hard. I just found that like, uh, hmm. well, I guess I need to move forward.
1: All right. Well, let's move forward.
0: Yes. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast. We will have a conversation around a topic today and every day. This week's topic is renegade marketing. And today we're going to focus on asking more questions. If you may remember last week, we talked all about me marketing. And so this week, we're trying to have a discussion about some of the things that we see as valuable ways to market as a renegade. And so we'll have that conversation today. And we hope that as you listen and as you find value, you will share your thoughts and ideas. Or maybe you disagree and you'd like to share a different perspective. We'd love to hear that in the comments. If you happen to be watching this on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn Live. LinkedIn Live. We would love to hear that because that will impact our show. And then at the end of our show, we would incur, we will share our one thing, today's antidote, that may help you in a situation you're in today, or it'll be something that you can put in your toolbox and leverage somewhere else down the road. And if you have a thought, an idea, or a one thing that you would like to share that you think others will find value in, please feel free to put that in the comments as well. As I know, there are people out there desperately seeking exactly what you are going to share so please be a part of that if by chance you are listening to our podcast and you don't have the ability to comment anywhere at the moment except maybe to yell at bob or i bob or me and um or your dog or the car or the person running next to you the person running next to you You can always come back and share your thoughts and ideas either on the platform of your choice or you can jump inside our Ring of Renegades Facebook group and you can do it there. And we know that there will be helpful information for people in there, our growing community of renegades who are trying to either find or take their next step along their own unique pathway to success. So we look forward to seeing your thoughts and ideas in there. Also, you could choose to share this with someone today. That might be a challenge for everyone today. Take this message and think about who is somebody who could really benefit from this. And I know this sounds like a cheap, easy plug for us to get the message out more. And I would say, I'm not sure that that's the piece we're looking for. Yes, we think we have value to share. But it's a great opportunity for you to reach out to somebody who maybe you haven't connected with in a while and just share this and ask them a question might help you reconnect, engage, or grow your relationship and move it forward. So we would love for you to share it. And, you know, it is helpful for others to find it when they go searching for it, if you will rate our broadcast. And so we would love for you to podcast. So we'd love for you to rate it. How should they rate it? Five stars. Five stars. Yes, indeed. That would be wonderful. We would appreciate that very much. And the person who gets to hear this, because you rated it will benefit as well. Even though they may never be able to come back and thank you for rating it, they will find value in it and they will have be able to be impacted because of the actions that you took. So we hope that you will choose to do that at some point today. All righty, Bob, as we do every day, the first thing we do today is celebrate. And now Bob, over the last two days has has shifted That I go first. Am I going first today, Bob, or are you going to go first today? Yeah. So please, share what you're celebrating today.
1: So I was up super early this morning. I had some things I had to do, and the sun is actually starting to come up before 7 o'clock. I haven't been up that much to see it, but it was about 6.20, and I was starting to see color in the sky, and by about 6.35, it was coming up. So the days are getting longer, which I like. And uh, I was thinking today about being able to play golf at 5.30 in the morning by June, which is one of my favorite things.
0: Are the days really getting longer? Do we have more than 24 hours in a day
1: now? The daylight part of the day.
0: Ah, the daylight part of the day. Yes. Got it. I was a little so, confused there. I thought maybe yeah, that I, the I time understand. for changing. That's I it. hear that there's a proposal in, I think, the Maryland State Legislature to eliminate daylight savings
1: oh that this goes around every year
0: well the fascinating thing as i was thinking about that was well what happens if you live like right near the border right how does that what 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 time is it it's kind of like those people who live on a time zone yeah like that has always fascinated me like all right what do you do if you live literally like down the street from someone else Who's on a completely different time. Or you
1: work in one time zone and you live in the other.
0: Maybe that's the solution. How how could that be most beneficial? I don't know. (laughs) Trying to figure that out. There's got to be a way that if you do that, that it's either you work less hours or-
1: (laughs) No, I don't think so. (laughs) I
0: don't know. There's got to be some opportunity there. Some way that it's to your benefit.
1: (laughs) I'm adding the- Tom looking for the way to shave his work day.
0: (laughs) Uh, You know, what's funny, there was a conversation about that on and we're way off topic, but that's okay. Uh, On LinkedIn, there was a conversation about is the nine to five work day obsolete? And there were some interesting comments about it. And I think that, I, I actually think the concept of working straight through will never be dead. Because there are obsolete, because there are always um, service, especially service-based industries that will always need someone to be there consistently. I think the opportunity is that people will work different hours. You know, they might work 7 to 11 in the morning and then off from noon to, or 11 to 2, and then come back and work from 2 to 7. Or work for a couple of hours, take a break, work for a couple more hours. I I think that that's probably a little bit more realistic, although there will always be those shifts that have to be covered. So it's an interesting-
1: Sounds like a week of programming coming up.
0: Maybe. Maybe that renegade workplace that we've talked about behind the scenes is something we'll need to-
1: Yeah, yeah. That book's coming along though. Excellent.
0: Good to hear. Yeah.
1: All All right.
0: right. So what are you celebrating? So my celebration today is- um, is that I got the opportunity to, I was putting together this morning before the show, a proposal to speak at a conference. And, and it was just another opportunity that reminds me of how much content, if we think about it, we all have. And it's just finding the, the ways to share it, the different ways to share it. And so I was, you know, yesterday I was struggling with what was that, what were I going to put in as a presentation? And then I got thinking about what might be something that would add value. And, and I got thinking about a workshop that I did with another organization really around board fundraising, um, and board members, reluctancy to want to ask people for money. And, um, it's interesting on the day that we're going to talk about asking more questions. Uh, one of those questions that I encourage board members not to do is ask people for money, but to ask them about what impacts them. So that's, so I'm celebrating the opportunity to submit a proposal and we'll see what happens. Nice, nice. What about our renegades? What are they doing celebrating today? I
1: did not plan one for today. I was totally, so I'm going to, um. I'm going to celebrate something super simple. The pen, the pen, the pen has real power. And here's I what I mean. the pen was
0: obsolete it. with computers.
1: Nope, there's still something powerful about writing a handwritten note. There's incredible power in just sending someone a note and saying, hey, I was thinking of you, or you really inspired me with your comment, or whatever it is, or um, you know, anything where, where you take that time to write someone a letter and mail them a letter. I do some of that each month, and I'm amazed at how people are like, oh, you sent me a letter. That was so kind. That was so thoughtful. I, I can't tell you the last time I received a personal letter. So a pen has real power if we choose to use it in that way different than a text, different than an email.
0: Putting in a, a Snapchat
1: envelope, figuring out someone's address, mailing them a letter takes effort. Start to finish. It does.
0: There's no doubt about so,
1: it. So, if you're trying to connect with people in a special way, in a way that makes them notice things a little differently, try using a pen and paper.
0: Just hope it doesn't get lost in the UPS, U.S.PS system.
1: It happens.
0: Yeah. It happens. I want to put this comment in because th- actually this is one of my long ago favorite songs. So when we were talking about time, mm-hmm. I was going on my rant or ramble, probably more of a ramble about uh, time zones. Peg shared this. It reminds me of Chicago's hit song from the 70s. Does anybody really know what time it is? And maybe more, as important or more important, does anybody really care? Is time. That's a good thing. Like, doesn't really matter what time it is. Maybe. If well, you, I guess if you time, could, time or, is a
1: human construct, right? I, I guess. Yeah, sure. Well, we we we. You and I are accepting right now that it's eight sixteen a.m. on the East Coast. Who's to say it's not twelve fifteen in my head?
0: Fair. Right. Who's not to or say you? that? Well, the sun is at whatever angle, and that's all that matters. Right.
1: Yeah, Fascinating. exactly. Maybe exactly. nobody does really care about that. I don't know.
0: Thanks for that comment, Peg, though. We appreciate yes.
1: that. Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right. Now let's dive in. Been an interesting show so far. Started off interesting and continues to travel along that unique path.
1: Twist and turn.
0: <laughs> so we are talking all week about renegade marketing. And in some ways, a little bit of how that contrasts to me marketing that we talked about last week. And if you missed that conversation, there are some really good discussions, I think, in there. Some valuable... Thoughts and ideas that you may agree or disagree with, but it might add value to or add you to think about something a little bit differently, add a new perspective. So you might want to go back and check out those episodes from last week. Uh, I think there's some good discussions in there. So we're going to continue that today, talking about renegade marketing and talking about asking more questions. You want to dive into that, Bob?
1: I do. Um, when I started in business, I would talk a lot a whole lot now no uh, now tom's going <clears throat> shocking you you able to talk a whole lot i can talk a whole lot as i've gotten older i've realized that asking more questions is more valuable and where i see the biggest shift you talked about doing presentations one of the things i would say has changed in my presentation style in the last couple of years is i bet in a typical presentation three four five years ago I spoke 90% of the time. Now in a typical presentation, I probably speak 40 to 50% of the time. And I have other people sharing and providing their feedback and comments. The result and what I think of it is not speaking of people, but facilitating a discussion. And I think that's what can happen in a team environment. I think that's what can happen in a sales environment that you're facilitating a discussion around a topic. That topic is the person's needs or desires or problems. And how can you talk through that? So if I'm trying to, um, I don't know, uh, I want to buy a pop-up camper. I go to the salesman. I've always wanted to buy one. So (laughs) I I go to the salesman and he tells me the 18 things about pop-up camper doesn't ask me well hey where do you like to go do you like to go where it's cold do you like to go where it's warm do you want to be at the beach do you want to do you want to be among a group of people do you want to have a grill do you want there're a whole bunch of things I went to the RV show so I know this there are a million nuances to an RV or a pop-up trailer if you don't know what I'm looking for it's going to be really hard to sell me and the only way to get me to understand me is to ask me questions now you could assume oh I'm Gee, you, you look like you're a little older. You probably are looking for a retirement vehicle or something. You can make that assumption, but maybe it's not. Maybe I just want to go off alone for the weekend. And I think the more we ask questions to gather information, the better we can tailor what we're doing to what people are looking for. And that's ultimately the name of the game, right? What do you think, Tom?
0: Well, you know, my first question would be if you showed up and I was a pop-up trailer salesperson.
1: Have you ever spent the night in one?
0: Well, that would be one of them. Probably not first though. Come on, you talk about this all the time. It's a unique trait of yours.
1: What? Because I'm so tall.
0: Do, do you really think that a six foot seven person is going to fit into a pop up trailer? Have you ever tried that? It would be my first question. I would look at you and be like, fascinating. The tallest guy around is the one who wants the, the little trailer that pops up and may or may not pop up high enough that he can walk into.
1: But the, but you're right. That's a great question because that would qualify because if I don't know that and I never thought about that, now you're giving me information. Hey, you know, are, are you looking to be able to stand up in this or are you looking to just be able to sleep in it? That would be a big differentiator because if they say you stand up, well, that changes the game, sir you need to go to, to a different trailer
0: yeah i think it's interesting I, you know i liked your point your, the way you started out talking about presentations because i think that that is a great example and i think you know one of the things i've learned as i try to do more of that as well is that we make an assumption when our presentation is us up there just standing and talking at people the presumption is that we have all the answers that they are going to need that we can completely understand their their knowledge experience and perspective where they are at and that we have the solution to them i think one of the great things about doing presentations where we engage and connect with the audience is it becomes more about them and it's easier for them to become connected and engaged and i think that's one of the things i think about when you think about asking more questions you know that one of the things i'm very I feel blessed that this was a role I had was as a fundraiser, which a lot of people would be like, well, why the heck would you want to be a fundraiser? All you do is ask people for money. And I would say, mm. I asked to find out about them. I asked them a lot of questions and I just got in the habit of not because a couple of times I would find myself just, oh, let me tell you about everything that was going on with the organization that I had and blah, 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 blah. blah. And then at the end, I would walk out and try to write a contact report about the conversation and be like well i didn't really ho- learn a whole lot because i spent all the time talking and and when i developed working with uh, some mentors and some other people and just developing in my skill set i found that i did very little i would ask them a lot of questions and then they might respond with a question like who was your if it was a college who was your favorite professor and they might share about that or what was the what was your best experience that you remember And then I might be able to share how that is similar to some of the experiences or the professors that are on campus today. And and I think that's the opportunity that we miss when we just talk, is that we feel like we have all the knowledge. When in reality, whether it's our team members, our clients, or our customers, they have all the knowledge that we need. We have a lot of information that we can share with them once we know what it is that they desire but until we know that how can we assume that we know exactly what they need and so I, I think one of the things i've always enjoyed doing is asking more questions i find myself i forget where i was yesterday or the day before and then i was having a conversation with someone and i just got to the point where like i would ask another question and ask another question and ask another question and i get sometimes of the it's interesting because sometimes i get uncomfortable when people ask me a million questions and i know they're just trying to to learn and understand and at the same time i'm like well wait a minute when am i going to get a chance to ask all the questions that i want to know because i want to learn about that and so i think it is a a fascinating game that we can play if we are truly interested in learning gaining the knowledge experience and perspective they have that may impact us as we move how we will move forward with that information.
1: I see a visual. There's a circle with what I know, and there's a circle with what you know, and those circles come together. The part that's shared, that overlaps, that shared experience, that shared knowledge, that's where the opportunity lies,
0: right? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's in in the things we don't know about people as a way to create that So that those circles broaden
1: that that area closer
0: and closer together, right? And to the point where you're like, I know about all all that I could possibly know. Although the fascinating thing I think about all of us is our circles are changing, likely growing as we, you know, the, the more you learn about someone else or you ask them questions, the more they discover about themselves, which means their circle gets bigger. Yes, you might have a bigger piece of it. And yet at the same time, they're growing as well. It's a fascinating concept of, of if you thought about here's what, if I'm a salesperson, I sell pop-up trailers. Here's what I know about pop-up trailers. Here's my mm-hmm. customer or client or prospect. What do they know about pop-up trailers? And so maybe there's some intersection. And when we find out where that intersection is, well, now we can dive deeper into discovering more. So the, the quicker we can say like, OK, this is their basic understanding. Now, let's talk about the next question, Bob, you're six, seven. Are you worried at all about the challenges that no nah, I had a Mini Cooper, so I'm good. I, I know what it's like to be in small spaces and I actually appreciate that. Or, <laughs> you know, what is the car that you have and is your car strong enough to pull right. this trailer? You know, I think that there's there's lots of pieces. People see that oh, they're cute and they're fun, and the idea pop up is is sort of retro a little bit, and and they see that part of it, and yet there then is all the other things that they are not aware of because they don't right. have that knowledge, experience, or perspective. I do like the wow. idea of the two circles and how they come together and change. Yes, I like it. So, what's your one thing today? So, my one thing, I, I'm going to go back to. When I was a kid growing up, and I am sure that I frustrated my parents, teachers, probably the people around me, is I was never afraid to ask a question. And I think sometimes, and, you know, I was the kid who was always raising his hand in school. Me too. Because I was trying to figure it out, you know, and sometimes when I thought I figured it out, I was like, I'm not 100% sure. But I think if I share this answer, I'll learn About more about me, even if the answer was not correct, than I would about what I need to continue to gain so that I can identify and figure out the correct question, question, correct correct answer. And so I think that uh, valuing that inquisitive side of who I have been is something that I, I think is has really helped me a long way. I think one of the challenges for those people who have not. For whatever reason, and many times they may have felt like they couldn't ask questions because that knucklehead over there asked all the questions and wouldn't stop raising his hand. Um, And so I think that how we help others discover the value in asking questions, I think, is a great opportunity for renegades to help others expand. And so their circles can grow and that sometimes even in doing that, our connections, as you talked about, grow as well. I don't know if that's a one thing, but that's my thought that I'm sharing.
1: I'm going to go in a slightly different direction. And that is that um, so often I think we assume we know the answers to questions. And until we actually ask it, we don't. And I am forever surprised when I ask people a very simple question and they give me an answer that was not expected. Um I was talking to an employee at a company I work with, and he was saying they needed time uh, from work to go to school. It's like, oh, what are you studying? He's like, uh, um, and this is a blue-collar employee, and uh, he said, oh, I'm learning to sew. I was like, oh, why? And he's like, well, I've, I've, I worked with a tailor. I really want to be a tailor one day, and it just it lights me up, and you could just see immediately a shift in this person. I would have never imagined that that was what he was studying, and that that was his passion. But once he said that, it really opened my eyes to the fact that I don't know what another person's thoughts, what's going on inside of them, are until I actually ask the question. And it doesn't have to be a revolutionary question. It can be, you know, hey, what what are you excited about today? Oh, I'm excited about the sunrise. I'm excited because I get get to hit golf balls. I'm excited because. My kids are playing volleyball later and I get to watch whatever it is. I find that that question often starts down a road of discussion that can be really powerful in building relationship. And it's not always about work. It can often be about anything but work. But that's what when the person has that opportunity, that's where they really light up. And you're like, oh, I didn't like uh, someone told me the other day. She's like, I just found out I'm having my first grandchild. And she's like, I shouldn't tell you, I, I'm not telling very many people, but I thought you should know. And you could just see, she was just totally changed her. And the fact that she shared it with me deepened our relationship. I was like, oh, when's the baby due? Oh, it's going to be over the summer. Oh, wow. That's really great for you. And that's a, you know, now it's something I wrote a note to myself. Next time I talk to her, ask about it. When that month comes, check in. And that's how you build relationships.
0: I love it. And you know, it, it brought up two different things in my head. And so I'm going to be a renegade right. and change my one thing. Oh, Although first, I'm going to share this comment. It's interesting because lawyers always talk about, don't ask the question unless you know the answer to it. huh. And I find that a fascinating thing because even if you have asked the question before and gotten an answer, as, as I sh- shared before, I think results change. And their knowledge, experience, and perspective. And once they've shared it, they might be like, "Oh yeah, I shared that already." And here's some other information that I that I have since remembered. And so I think that while there is discovered I, right, correct, which is i, mean, we're I about wonder, something
1: before the program where I had new information and it was completely altering right where I was from yesterday.
0: Yeah. And I think that that is, is, it's an interesting concept that, you know, don't ask a question you don't know the answer to. So anyhow, that's one thought. Now here's my new one thing. Okay. You know, our topic is ask more questions. And I think one of the challenges people have is they ask the first question and then don't ask more after it. And the first question only gives us a a small insight. So someone shared with you that they're going to be a grandparent and like there's, a natural, I think first question is oh you, you you know how you must be so excited how are you handling it
1: actually my first question after that was what's it, or what's
0: your first is this your first oh okay that's a great one that's a great and, and, question
1: and, and, and which led to a very detailed discussion about yes it is blah, blah it, it was, and and that so if it were the 18th different discussion than if it's the first.
0: And I think you have the ability to learn more when you go and ask more questions,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not just the first. Because you could easily be like, oh, is this your first? And some people would do this and they'd be like, yes, it actually is. And are like, oh, that's great. And then start talking about something that was important to them. Yeah. Missing the opportunity to dive deeper into here's something they're passionate about. If they're passionate about. It, they're going to share a lot about it. And they are likely going to tell you a lot of things that could be really insightful into their knowledge, experience, and perspective. And so that's going to be my one thing. Don't stop at the first question. Keep okay. asking more
1: questions. Oh, I like that. Look at that. Well done, Mr. Brush.
0: You I had to recover from my introduction. Opening. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us today. If you have one thing or an antidote that you would like to share, around asking more questions. Please feel free to put it in the comments. If you think you have a very different perspective and you'd like to do it, please do that as well. You won't hurt our feelings. We actually look forward to having the chance to consider that and how that may impact what is real for us at the moment. Also, we would love for you to share your thoughts and ideas inside of our Ring of Renegades Facebook group. It's a great place for you to connect, engage, and discover what other renegades are thinking and see how that may add value to your life, or maybe it's just a small impact into who you are and what you're trying to accomplish. Either way, you'll be among a group of people who are trying to find their next step along their own unique pathway to success. So we look forward to seeing you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, or we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone.
1: Hey, embrace the renegating you and don't be afraid to write someone a note. Just a little on it, post it. Could put, you know, a note card in an envelope. Who
0: are you writing a note to today?
1: I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet, but I will. Okay. Might be it might be to my mother. I owe her a note. There you go. I think she would like that. She would like that a lot.
0: All right, everyone. Go out and make it a great day. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com embrace the renegade in you 3